an entitled body shop manager for a car company, tries to swindle me out of money regarding my car accident, repairing my car without my permission, and then trying to force me to sign a liability release to the insurance company. But as a result, everything fell apart for this body shop manager as his boss eventually got fired and he ended up in jail for fraud and forgery. And I've never been happier to see karma take effect. Here's what happened. So this happened a while back. I decided to get a new car and I found out the new models were coming in about six weeks and I could wait that long. So I gave out the specs of what I wanted, cut a deal including my trade-in and ordered a new car. Several weeks later, I was out driving and some idiot blew a red light and T-boned me. My car wasn't drivable, so I just had it towed to the dealer and then left town on a two-week work assignment. When I got back, I went to the car dealer to talk about repairs to my car and was shocked when they said it was all fixed. I asked how they could have done that without my authorization, and they told me that repairs have been authorized by the insurance adjuster for the company of the guy that hit me. I asked to see the car, and it looked good except for one big dent that wasn't repaired. I asked why they hadn't fixed it, and they said that the dent wasn't part of the accident. I said it was, but they disagreed. They then demanded that I sign a liability release for the insurance company, and I refused. They said I only had two choices, sign the liability release and take the car as is, or pay cash for the work that they had done. I refused, and they said I couldn't have my car. So I went home, got my spare key, went back to the dealer, drove my car off the lot, and went home. Just as I got home, I got a call from the dealer. I was expecting an angry body shop manager, but it was a cheerful salesman telling me that my new car had arrived. I drove back to the dealer, gave them the title of my old car, paid the difference, and drove my new car home. A week later, the body shop manager called me and said that they had been cruising my neighborhood looking for my old car, and sooner or later they would find it and tow it. He told me he had placed a mechanic's lien on the title, and I wouldn't be able to sell the car without paying him first. Meanwhile, the car is sitting on a used car lot. Eventually, the car sold, and when the buyer went to title it, he discovered that the dealership that sold him the car had a lien on the title. So he ended up suing the dealer. After that, the body shop manager called me and said, well, I guess you got us. He told me that the insurance company had issued them a check payable jointly to me and the dealer and asked me to be a good guy and endorse the check and sign the liability release. I said to them, no. He then called me a jerk and said he would just sign the check and release himself. He told me the insurance company doesn't know what your signature looks like. Then he called me a jerk again. So I called the insurance company and I asked to speak directly to the fraud department. They connected me to some lawyer and I told him the full story. He got really interested at the part about the body shop manager saying he would forge my signature on the check. About a month later, an investigator came to my house and showed me a check and asked if it was my signature. I told him that no, it absolutely wasn't mine. So then he asked me if I could make a sworn statement to that effect and I happily agreed. The body shop manager was fired and subsequently charged with insurance fraud and forgery. He claimed that his boss had forced him to do it and had witnesses to back him up. His boss got fired and the body shop manager got 180 days in jail. And you know what? It goes to show you that sometimes karma is very sweet. What an awesome story. This guy really thought he could forge your signature and try and get away with it? Like seriously, that is insane to me. It seems like they honestly just wanted to take money out of your pocket. But they did this in the dumbest way possible. They literally just injured themselves and the original poster just had to sit back and watch it happen. I mean, not only did they fail to get repair authorization from you specifically, but they knew they messed up and they just didn't care. I mean, the fact that they did that to your 
old car without your permission is nuts to me. If someone's going to fix my car or do anything like that, they're definitely going to ask me first, so I know exactly how much it's going to cost. And you can obviously see now that they did that all on purpose ahead of time, just to try and throw the original poster off. But good for them for not budging in the slightest. These guys were incredibly shady, and they seriously had this coming from the get-go. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. Also follow Am I the Jerk on Instagram and Twitter to see all the stories that couldn't make it into the videos. My fiance's baby daddy is setting a new boundary that is completely ridiculous, and I really feel like this is out of line and I now don't know what to do. Here's what happened. So I have known my fiance for most of my life. We were best friends from 4th grade all the way until 10th grade, and that's all the way up until she moved away. But despite that, we still kept in contact. Then she got pregnant in college by a boyfriend, but never married him. He, for the most part, is not really involved. She had primary custody, and he has their daughter for like two weeks out of the year, and this is per their custody agreement. But he has never used all two weeks in one year. He also lives several states away. They didn't work out, obviously, and they didn't last until she gave birth. Well, we started dating two years after the breakup and have now been together for almost three. All was good until I popped the question, and she said yes. News got to her ex a few days later, which was yesterday, and he then sends us both a text message, basically with him setting a hard boundary of how his daughter cannot be alone with me for any reason because he doesn't know what kind of man I am, and he doesn't feel comfortable with her being around a complete stranger. Keep in mind, in the last three years, he has seen her less than a month's worth of time, can go weeks without calling, and rarely sends the court-ordered child support on time, if at all sometimes, or even the full amount. Whereas, I've been providing for his daughter daily for over four years now, and this is before my fiancé and I officially even started dating. They have lived with me for some time now as well, which he knew about and was fine with, so there really was no real issues. His daughter sees me more of a dad than him at this point. This text message came after several weeks of not contacting on his part, but now, all of a sudden, I can't be trusted, as if the last four to five years never happened. How is this in the best interest of his daughter? We have not responded yet, but I don't know how to go about doing this without going scorched earth on this guy. What should I do? Your fiance's baby daddy has no sway over your current relationship. Let's get this straight. He's not only not involved in this kid's upbringing, but he also can't even get child support on time to your family. He doesn't contact his daughter or even take the two weeks out of the year just to spend time with her, and he also has no positive influence in this kid's life. So the fact that all of a sudden he's coming around to be like, no, you can't be alone with my daughter. That, in my opinion, is completely hilarious, and if I was in your shoes, I would absolutely tell this guy to go kick some rocks. What he's demanding out of you is absolutely unreasonable. You cannot in good conscience be able to do that. And legitimately, if he doesn't like the fact that you're more of a father to this kid than he ever was, then he needs to go to court and change their custody agreement. Because at the moment, there's nothing that says you can't be around this kid. You're basically going to be her stepfather for the rest of her life, with this loser stepping in for maybe half a month, if that. And you know what? He's probably doing this because he's bitter. He's some small, tiny man who couldn't step up and be a man and be there for his daughter. And so now, suddenly, when he sees someone else coming along, he wants to try and get between you and his daughter, who he practically abandoned and moved away from. So that's what I would do personally. I would tell him, or maybe have your fiancé tell him, that if he wants to have the custody agreement altered in some kind of way, then they need to do it through the court system. Because this request is out of line, and there's no way anybody, especially the 
the man who is literally stepping in to be a father in this kid's life can reasonably never be alone with this kid. Because let's face it, the original poster is twice the father and the man than this other ex will ever be. And his request is absolutely atrocious. If you're really unsure of how to handle this or how this guy's going to react to you basically saying, no, I'm not going to do that. You could always speak to an attorney way before you ever respond to this guy just to make sure all your ducks are in a row because this guy sounds like an absolute weirdo. And I have a feeling that he would love to try and make this worse for you and your fiance. Today, I messed up by not listening to my roommate, resulting in me basically becoming homeless. Here's what happened. So long story short, last year, I moved to a new country for work. Everything was going well, and I shared the company accommodation for the first two months with a few other colleagues. When the time came to move to a more permanent solution, a series of complications led me to move in with this woman by the name of Sarah. Sarah is not her real name. Sarah is what you would call a small town girl. She spent 29 years in the same small place, was very conservative and Catholic. She was a family woman, borderline obese, a heavy drinker, and a smoker. I think you get the point. Despite it being her first time living in a foreign country, she somehow managed the incredible feat of knowing everything. You see, a year of living with her made me realize that you could smell someone else's room, despite their door being completely shut. Don't get me wrong, I'm not perfect, I'm far from it, but I don't mess with hygiene. So I decided to cut my losses and move to a new place at the end of our lease. Nothing surprising, but it turned out to be where I messed up. Two months before the end of the lease, she came back from work drunk and depressed. She went on a rant about her struggles, her lack of skills of holding a budget, spending all of her money on fast food, booze, and smokes. But I thought nothing of it. I thought it was just another rant. Fast forward to our last month, and I paid my last rent and the deposit for the new place I'm supposed to move into. And this was all at the beginning of the following month. In the meantime, Sarah had found her apartment and moved her stuff, which is a situation where all I can say is good for her. The day of her departure, the landlord came to get her keys. But it turned out Sarah hadn't paid her share of the rent and expected me to cover the entire rent and the fees to stay until the end of the month. I categorically refused to pick up her bill. I simply can't afford it. And she can't do it either. And this is when I had the misfortune of realizing that Sarah could have never afforded her move or even just to pay her rent. After a few hours of arguing, I couldn't take it. According to our contractual agreement, I had to leave the apartment, even though I don't have any kind of support network where I live. I'm slowly drowning. I've lost all trust in people. I hate myself for believing that she would stay true to her own words and values. I learned my lesson, but honestly, in the worst way possible. Yeah, this situation is completely awful. I can't imagine being in a foreign country and then finding out that your stupid flatmate wasn't paying their share of the rent. Like, seriously, are they insane? Why would they do that to you? They completely put you out and they put you in a horrible situation. And you know what? You're right. You don't have anybody in that country that you know that you 100% know will bail you out of this situation. This is unfortunate and it's so unacceptable. This Sarah lady is a complete moron because her poor actions completely negatively affected you. And that's not fair in the slightest. You do not deserve that at all. So hopefully this situation can work out for you. Hopefully there's something you can do in the meantime so that you're not completely literally out on the street while waiting for your new apartment to be ready for you to move into. Because I can imagine this situation is incredibly stressful. And I know if I was in your shoes, I would be scrambling to figure things out before it's too late. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. 
In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. My girlfriend of three years is convinced that I'm going to propose this weekend. And now I feel like I'm under a lot of stress and a lot of pressure. And at this point, I seriously don't know what to do. So first of all, my buddy and I have been day drinking. So I may be very much overthinking this and blowing it out of proportion. But I need to talk to someone. I'm 22 and she is 21 and our entire friend group is comprised of people our age who are already married we're the only members of the group who are still in college we have been to three weddings this summer all of people who are the same age as us who are either our friends or we went to school together we are very much in love and have casually talked about the future but I never thought much of it beyond planning I have always valued stability and would like to be done with school and have a steady job before that even becomes a possibility both my buddy and his his wife have been my best friend since junior high. When my girlfriend and I started dating, she and my buddy's then fiance almost immediately became best friends and tell each other literally everything. Today, me and my buddy were day drinking and fishing, just like any other 22-year-old Midwesterner on a Sunday afternoon. And out of nowhere, he said that his wife told me that my girlfriend was convinced I was proposing to her this weekend. And that would be three years since we officially started dating. I was taken off guard because we have talked multiple times about waiting to get married and all that until we have a more stable foundation under our feet. He went into detail about how they've apparently been talking about planning our wedding and everything. At first I shrugged it off, thinking that this was nothing. But the more I thought about it, the more I realized how differently she's been acting the past few weeks. She's been much more touchy and physically affectionate than she usually is and has been talking about the future and a house and kids and everything much more than she typically does. She's very much the type of person to have her head in the clouds, always idolizing the future as well as daydreaming about things of the sort. I even remember that while driving home a couple of weeks ago, she started talking about people that she would invite to a wedding and all that semantics. The more I thought about it, the more I thought back to the beginning of our relationship. We moved very fast in the beginning stages of our relationship, going from being complete strangers to meeting each other's families and becoming physical in the span of about three weeks. We moved much faster than I was comfortable with back then. But being as this was my first actual relationship, 
relationship after high school, for the most part, I just kind of went with it. I am wondering now if I didn't make a mistake by not setting precedents and boundaries a lot earlier. We have a very good relationship, as we rarely argue and have similar goals and visions for the future. I often have to keep her grounded, though, as I feel that we are adults now, and she needs to think more like an adult and think more logically, rather than daydreaming and thinking that things will just sort themselves out. I've just been mulling everything over all night, and I have sent myself down a rabbit hole. Seemingly, all of our friends are getting married, and in my opinion, we are all still very young. There is pressure on me from our family and friends to pop the question, but frankly, I don't feel like we're in a good position with money and everything right now, because I've been putting myself through college and finding work whenever I can, and she's also in online school. I'm worried that she's going to be disappointed in me if I don't, and on top of that, I'm worried that she's going to start resenting me for not proposing, because we are the only couple in our group that isn't married. I love this girl with all of my heart, and I do want to marry her someday, but I feel like it is way too soon. What should I do? Honestly, it kind of seems like your friends and your girlfriend are trying to set you up. Like, why would they just all of a sudden be like, hey, everybody's talking about you guys getting married soon. You're going to propose next week, right? Like, that seems like a lot of pressure out of nowhere, and that really seems unfair, especially with the history you have with your girlfriend. You both agreed, hey, we're not going to get married right away. We want to figure our stuff out, and then we'll get married. And it really doesn't sound like you're in a place to have all your stuff figured out. And honestly, I would not get married just because of peer pressure. That is such a horrible precedent to set. And if you really think people are pressuring you in this situation to get married literally because everybody else is getting married, then that, in my opinion, is a dumb decision. That is seriously such a stupid thing to do. And you would be making a horrible mistake to literally only get married because all of your current friends are married. That, in my opinion, is a terrible idea. And everybody else's situation should not be considered in your situation. Your friends, your family, your colleagues, literally anybody else around you, their opinion of your relationship and where it's going literally should not matter. This is between you and your girlfriend. Everybody else is just background noise. So hopefully you can come to some kind of consensus with your girlfriend specifically, and both of you can discuss your future together and figure out when is the best time to make this happen. Because that, in my opinion, is the best way to go about doing this when it comes to your future marriage. Today, I messed up by telling my friend of 10 years that I finally have feelings for her. But after she turned me down and told me that she doesn't want to be anything more than friends, I feel like I've completely ruined our friendship. And at this point, I seriously don't know what to do. So my friend and I met about 10 years ago from a mutual friends party. At the time, she had a boyfriend and I was just starting a relationship. Somehow that night, we met, we clicked right away, and we formed a very good friendship. We would communicate often and would get together with our partners. I can say we've gotten pretty close throughout the years. During these 10 years we've been friends, we both have been through a few relationships, and we've always been there to console one another when things didn't work out for each other. I split from my last girlfriend about a year ago, and my friend had also just had a breakup, possibly a couple weeks before that. This past year, we have spent so much more time together than we ever have done before. Working out together, we have breakfast, lunch, and dinners together, going out for drinks or movies, or even just a weekend getaway. I never considered making a move since I truly enjoy the friendship we have, nor has she ever given me any signs of wanting to make a move. In the past, she made a comment when I was going through one of my breakups about how I deserve someone better than the girl I was dating at the time, and also said that she wouldn't date me because she wasn't good enough for me either. A few months ago, we were discussing future plans and what we were looking for in a partner, and we both basically said the same thing that we're 
were looking for. And she jokingly said, we're probably soulmates and we don't even know it. In the past two months, the idea of us being more than friends has crossed my mind so often that I've been contemplating telling her about it. Last month, she invited me as her plus one at one of her work events in New York, which took place two weeks ago. I decided to tell her what I was feeling when we were on a walk back to the hotel after an event. She told me that although we have such a great friendship and she believes we would give it our best to make it the best relationship, she only sees me as a friend and she doesn't want anything more than that. I told her I respect her decision and hope that this wouldn't change things between us. I made sure not to act weird or different the rest of the trip and kept things as they were even though I was disappointed and ashamed inside. We returned back to our city earlier in the week and honestly we have not communicated much at all. I'm starting to think making my confession was a mistake and I wish I could take that moment back. I fear that I may have possibly pushed a great friend away and at this point I seriously don't know what to do. Honestly first and foremost when it comes to mess up this really is not that big of a deal. For starters it doesn't seem like she completely hates you which definitely could have been a possibility if you weren't careful. Like this really could have blown up in your face in a really bad way. She very easily could have like cut you off completely as a friend and told you that you ruined a really good thing between the two of you and all this other stuff. But the fact that she was okay with it for the most part and she basically let you down gently is a really good sign in my opinion. And honestly, I don't think you did anything wrong for the most part. It's hard to say right off the bat if this really is going to cost you the rest of your friendship because it literally did just happen. But I mean, you're both adults. Realistically speaking, I would like to assume that you two can still be friends even though you told her that you have feelings for her. I mean, you were right to say, hey, I kind of like you. Would you like to make this more than what it really is? And it really is okay that she turned you down and hopefully this doesn't turn into some kind of weird drama between the two of you. I mean, you have known each other for what, 10 years at this point? The both of you basically go on dates all the time. You spend a lot of time together. You get lunch, dinners, breakfast together. Like there's clearly a history here. I would personally be very disappointed if I was in your shoes, if she suddenly just threw away your entire friendship all because you said, hey, after 10 years of being around you, I kind of like you. So hopefully this all works out for you. I totally understand where you're coming from. It really does suck when you get turned down, but it sounds like this is a different kind of situation. And it really does sound like you've been good friends in the past, and hopefully that can carry on into the future. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.